There's nothing wrong with this brain. It's like you said, Welcome to Pod Cusack, the only podcast dedicated to Hollywood's most medium actor, everyone's second favorite Cusack, Chicago's Gen X Prince, John Cusack. With me, I have a new guest, first time on the pod. Very excited to have him here. He's a musician, former drummer for Rubber Molding, current drummer for Sea Urchin, America's Most Dangerous Band. And current frontman slash genius behind the band, Finchler. You guessed it. It's Adam Finchler. Adam, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me on. Before we get into the movie film project we're going to talk about today, I want to. I like to ask my guests, what do you think of Cusack as an actor, as a celebrity? Do you like Cusack? Are you a fan? Are you talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking... <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. I thought you were like addressing the the fans or something. No, like, no, no, yeah. no. I'm talking to you, the the guest. This is. I'm in, I don't you, understand the social media. Yeah. This is my. Do. I'm in my. I'm doing my podcast host voice. So it's like a lot of uh, like. All right. Right. Okay. John Cusack. Uh, I don't know that many of his movies actually. I saw High Fidelity. That was like fine. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. I, I didn't like love it, I but I liked it. I, yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was cool that there was a movie about music. Maybe <laughs> felt a little like tryhardy or look to me, but there was some uh-huh. funny parts. Uh, what other John Cusack movies are there? I oh, mean, he's in Con Air. Con Air, yeah. Oh yeah, he was a good. Classic. In that. that was good. I mean, Gross Point Blank. Is a favorite. And I haven't seen that. My Say- mom loves that movie, though. Oh, that's a really it's good like my one. mom's favorite movie. I've never seen it, though. Say Anything? Yeah, I never saw it. I know he's like holding a stereo. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I just like you, though, Matt. I want to be on your podcast. I well, thank you. you so much. I mean, that's the thing about this podcast is you don't need to be a Cusack fan because we mm-hmm. want all walks of life to discuss our namesake, the John Cusack. Do you like Joan? Are you a fan of Joan Cusack? I thought she was very good in that movie, School of Rock. I yeah. thought she was great. I don't think I've seen anything else that she's in, though. Yeah, people love that. People really love Joan Cusack at School of Rock. <laughs> she did a great job. Okay, let's talk about the weekly project. Despite what I said last week, we're not going to discuss another feature-length film this week. We are discussing the Suicidal Tendencies music video from 1988 trip at the brain the single trip at the brain never charted but in 1988 the album the suicidal tendencies album reached 111 on the billboard 200 which i think for a band like suicidal tendencies is pretty great in the 80s I looked them up on Wikipedia and it says that they're a crossover thrash band. So yeah. I think that means they're popular. I guess so. But like the Billboard 200, that's like pop music and stuff. So if like a thrash band got to like halfway up the chart, I would say that's like pretty good for them. They probably yeah, never charted I, it again. I agree. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. I think they're, they're crossover thrash. Yeah. 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 I just never heard of that term before crossover thrash. 
I feel like that's that's between punk and thrash, right? Not between thrash and pop, right? Because oh, didn't they start? Really? As, I think so. Because oh. I think they started as a pop or a punk band, right? Because I mean, the only song I know from them really before listening to this song was institutionalized. Yeah, that song I know for sure. Yeah, and that's bandana. like. A- and he, he always has a great bandana, but yeah. he always he's wanted a Pepsi in that video. He really wants a Pepsi. And I feel like that's the that's like their big hit if you yeah. if they had one. But that's like a hardcore song, more of a punk song. They are, yeah. But I feel like okay, this is my view of that. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought the rash. I mean, yeah, thrash metal is a thing, but I feel like thrash could kind of straddle punk and metal. Mm-hmm. But crossover, I always thought of as like kind of a vaguely like racist term for like R and B artists that were popular. Mm. That they were like crossover; they had crossover potential. Like they could actually be popular. They could be popular for white people. For white people, yeah, yeah, mm. exactly. So I think it's cool that they're called. It. I don't know, cool. <laughs> or I don't know. I just thought it was. <laughs> interesting that they're a crossover thrash band Mm, okay that makes that makes sense i read it as crossover between like punk and metal but yeah the suicidal tendencies are a weird group because i mean i do think institutionalized is sort of like a iconic song from the 80s especially if you're listing like hard any like you know if you were buying a hardcore compilation cd in a walmart you, you would have like your probably one black flag song like six pack or tv party or 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 rise above you like one of those songs would be on and then i think like this song would be on that hypothetical hardcore think so? i think so i feel like it's i it pops up so much in like lists and in you know it's referenced a lot and like i feel like i hear it on the radio more than even like black flag i feel like that song is like i'll be walking through a store and i'll be like what this guy just really wants a Pepsi. Oh, that song. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, Pepsi institutionalized. Song. Institutionalized, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about... Uh, Trip at the Brain? Trip at the Brain, which no. is also a good song. Trip at the Brain is a good song. I no, I had never heard of that song, this song, before this researching for this podcast. But let's get into the video facts before we get into like the video itself. Uh, it was directed by Bill Fishman, who I had no idea was such a legendary music director for punk and metal bands. He directed it, like I said, institutionalized by the suicidal tendencies. He did I Want to Be Sedated and Pet Cemetery, uh, Ramones, among other Ramones song. And then he even like lasted late into like the pop punk era. He did like Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous from the Good Charlotte song. He directed that video. And wow. he had, you know, he's done songs by Eve Six, Lamb of God, Megadeth, The Offspring, and of course, everyone's favorite heavy metal band, Train. Hey, soul sister, And then I was wondering why Cusack was in this video because I I couldn't find on the internet any reference. He's very open about his music tastes and he like pushes them into his movies a lot. And like that's why his characters are often wearing a Clash t-shirt because his favorite band is The Clash and he loves The Clash. But I had not 
I've been able to find any reference to him liking suicidal tendencies. So I was very curious as to why he was in this video. But it turns out it was because of Bill Fishman, the director of this video, who directed Tape Heads with John Cusack and Tim Robbins, which is like a, I've never seen it. We will get to it, I'm sure, on this podcast, but which is like has now become a cult hit. And he directed that movie. Yeah, I saw that too. I, I, I also found that in my research for this mm-hmm. podcast, which is very limited, but <laughs> I really want to see tape heads. It looks great. I feel like maybe I tried to watch it one time and it was boring. It's about two security guards who become like music video moguls. So Bill Fishman as a music video legend, he must have brought a lot of reality and like inside info to that movie. Yeah, apparently also there's a lot of cameos from a lot of different musical artists like Weird Al. That's the only one I remember, but there's a lot of other ones. I mean, what more do you need to hear, audience? It's got fucking Weird Al in it. I guess if you have Weird Al in a movie, you by proxy have all of the artists he's parodied. That's true. Coolio, Michael Jackson. He's like the all-in-one cameo package. Like the, um, what's the little Russian dolls? What do you call those? Oh, yeah. He's the Russian dolls. Babushka dolls. He's Weird like, Al you, you pop him open and he's got like a tiny little Coolio inside of him. I would purchase that if that was like a piece of merchandise or memorabilia. Weird Al, that like open a Weird Al, the big doll, and then it's like all the little artists he's parodied and until you get to a tiny, tiny Sean Puffy Combs. It's going to be a collector's it. item if we create this. Pod Cusack branded Weird Al Russian dolls. Let's do it. <laughs> it could be our Weird first. Weird Al, are you listening? Are you, are you in? You can yeah, have 50%. I mean... We should just make them until he gives us a cease and desist to stop. Yeah, and then we can point out how he's a hypocrite because he always parodies people's songs. Exactly. We could say it's fair use to make the babushka doll. And then we could call, you know, start attacking him in the press. And then until we meet to like finally squash our differences and then we become really good friends. And then suddenly we're great friends with Weird Al Yankovic. I think this is a foolproof plan, Matt. <laughs> All right, let's get into the video itself. Uh, Okay, trip of the brain. It starts out with an unhoused person going through a trash can, uh, and then he finds a brain, and he says, wow, that's a good-looking brain, or something akin to that. Um, And then it flashes, I guess, into his head or into the brain's imagination. It's unclear. It's artistic. And then we get... Mike Muir, the lead singer of Suicidal Tendencies, also known as in his solo career, Psycho Mico, which I, <laughs> which I really love. Um, he's in a mental institution. You know, there's some rats in a maze. There's a lot of classic mental institution uh, iconography, such as a scary nun that then turns into a very sexy nun and uh, people eating brains at a picnic it has a very cool guitar solo. It's like not a punk rock guitar solo. It's very this is like the thrash influence. It felt very Carrie King to me. Yeah, it's like a metal solo. Yeah. You know, they also cut from, you know, the artistic parts of the video to the band playing. And I do like that Mike Muir is wearing a fedora and have a has a ponytail. He has a ponytail under his fedora. Uh, unlike, you know, his classic iconic look, which is him with long hair, but like a bandana, sort of like an Axl Rose style bandana. 
So it's a nice, it's like his formal look. I didn't catch that. I think I was probably distracted by the huge brain stage that they <laughs> yeah, were on. Yeah, they're, they're standing on a severed, like a topped off severed brain. I thought this was a top-notch music video, actually. It's a long song, too. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's like five and a half minutes. And actually, it's funny, when you sent me the song, I thought you wanted like me to look at it as a music video just because you like the music video. And I, I didn't connect it with the John, the John Cusack podcast. But then <laughs> yes. three minutes into the video, boom, there's John Cusack in a military outfit, just like shouting. And it sounds like he's doing something. What does this say? What do you want to do with your life? Does he say with a thing? What are you doing with your life? Huh? Nothing. Because you're slimy. He says baggot with a B. And then he says maggot, maggot. It's like, is he mispronouncing this, you know, the, the slur for gay people? Or is he mispronouncing maggot? Because he does scream maggot. And it, but he's like, you know, some sort of a drill sergeant recruit, recruiter type, you know, supposed to symbolize authority, I would, I would assume. But so I'm also like, is this pre or post Twisted Sister I Want to Rock video? Because that has a big, great intro that has... The guy from Animal House is screaming at a kid. Stand up and tell the class, what do you want to do with your life? And then he says, I want to rock. It is, but, is four years to that? after. It could Twisted be. Twisted Sister? Because that Twisted be Sister, that video came out in 1984. This is 1988. Yeah, this is totally, it's got to be a reference to that. Okay. We're making connections here. Yeah. Why is this important? I don't know. Do you think they were... Pa- I can't imagine that they were fans of Twisted Sister. Do you think they were making fun you of Twisted Sister? You never know who likes Twisted Sister, though, because Twisted Sister is actually cool. I mean, Twisted Sister is cool, but they're not cool in... The, they're not in the same phylum of cool. Sister? I mean, I'm not a big Suicidal Tendencies fan, so I wouldn't say oh. I think they're even cool. I mean, they're cool. They're cool, I guess. I don't, I don't have any issue with them. I mean, it's a kind of macho thing that I don't know if I... Yeah, they, have, they don't seem to have... culture. I mean, I don't know, you know. I mean, I like definitely like institutionalize suicidal tendencies and like what they're all about. And, you know, like they have that very like, I'm a kid and like, I hate my jo- my mom and my job and my school and my, pa- you know. What are you trying to say? I'm crazy. When I went to your school, I went to your churches. And like that, yeah, I really, I like, yeah, they're funny. And then this version, this like more metal version of of them, I like don't vibe with as hard, like ideolo- oh, really? ideology okay. wise. <laughs> I mean, I like the song. I mean, the solo's sweet and the slow sort of breakdown is really sweet. Um. But I don't know. I just I like as a band, as a concept, I think I like the the, the younger version better. I'm kind of interested in this whole gimmick of being in like mental health institutions. And I think this is like a thing. Maybe I don't know if it's a thing in the 80s or the 90s, or maybe it was like starting to happen. Well, Ramones. Also there's Green Day. There's also Ramones. Yeah. I don't know. I just and, feel like and maybe come to my window, the great uh melissa estridge song Etheridge. oh yeah 
Etheridge. Is that, a, is that a gimmick about mental health institutions? Well, the opening is Juliet Lewis in a in like a padded mental health. Oh, really? Cell. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah, this is a thing that this was like a aesthetic of music videos, or like this was like a theme that people were. Really I guess it's probably in. like cheap to do because you only need like one room or something. I don't know. Maybe that's oh, it's cheap, like production wise. Production wise, like if you could just like put someone in a padded room, that's like a cheap set to build. <laughs> do are the fans of this podcast more interested in like the John Cusack role in this video, or are we just talking about the video? Are suicidal tendencies fans going to tune into this podcast? I mean, like- it's really nice of you to. To assume that this podcast has fans, I think we should just talk about what we want to talk about. Like right now, there's only so much Cusack we can talk about on um, for this video because he's in one. He has one line. All right, we can gear we can gear our conversation towards them, but we want to expand their horizons too. So we don't want to just give them what they want. Exactly, we want to educate them on on suicidal tendencies and thrash crossover. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite part of this video? Whoa. Okay, so what I'm what's like. I'm just in awe of the structure of the whole video. I think it's really well done. I, I even like there's a part in the end where it goes really fast and it actually just replays everything that happened in the video. And I usually would think that's kind of cheap, but it's real. it really works and it's good. And I don't know. I loved it so much. I love when he knocks over the woman bringing the tray of brains. <laughs> like, uh-huh. where is she going? Are they to be eaten? Like, she's so excited yeah about this like tray of brain it's not like she's just in a clinical setting she's like very she's very like a delighted to be carrying like a this tray of brain restaurant yeah so and he knocks her over that's great but state with well, the moment when the stage the brain stage comes out is great i mean uh yeah I really like scary nun turning into sexy nun. Like there's this sort of freaky looking nun that sort then takes off her habit and like flips her hair back. And then it's like white snake style, like slow motion, like video vixen, sexy nun lady. I really liked that. And that was another when I was like, is this supposed to be like a parody of hair metal or is this just like playing it straight? Because either way, I love it. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't think of it as parody, but I actually thought like, this is a sexy strip scene kind of, but it also like, it made me disturbed. Like somehow something about the camera, the way the camera is like, maybe it's a fisheye lens or something weird is happening with the camera and the way her like body is in slow-mo. It like, look, it had a different character to me mm-hmm. than like a typical like, oh, here's a babe in the music video. It, it made me like sick in a way that was like very appropriate <laughs> to the music video. She's very creepy looking in the beginning. I just watched The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It, and she's very similar to the villain of that movie, which I, you know, confused me because I'm like, whoa, am I scared of this nun in this music video or am I turned on by this Conjuring woman? I mean, and possibly mm. both. Yeah, the sex drive, the death drive, yeah. they're, all, they're all engaged. You're all driving together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're all behind the wheel, baby. <laughs> That's right. Do you think John Cusack knew what this whole thing... Do you think he was just doing a favor for Bill Fishman? Or do you think he was like, yeah, these guys rock. I want to be in this movie. I don't know. My guess is he thought they were funny. And he was like, this is my buddy. I can just show up and say one line and be in this music video. Like, why not? Yeah. 
Suicidal Tendencies is a really unique band. I think it was, I don't know really what their scene is because they're not in the same music scene as Slayer. No. But they're also not in the same music scene as, I don't know, as Black Flag, really. Or like, I, I mean, they're Fugazi or, you know, or definitely not Fugazi. But know, like, they're not they're in like, that DIY scene either. No, I mean, what are they? I mean, what what are those? Are they like, where are they even from? I should know this. I think they're from SoCal. Yeah, that of course they're. From. Oh, they're from Venice, California. Yeah, of course, because that's a bandana. That's that style. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see crossover. Th- okay, I'm reading this now. Okay, I should have researched this. Along with DRI, corrosion of conformity, and stormtroopers of death, they are often credited as one of the fathers of crossover thrash. Crossover, crossover thrash, thrash is a fusion. no. You were right about you were right about crossover thrash. <laughs> Thrash metal and hardcore punk. I liked your idea of it though, because it's I thought like, they were popular. It's like, <laughs> it's like it's like it's like how in the fifties, like Pat Boone would cover some like R and B song and like white it up for audiences. Can you see just like Michael Bublé covering <laughs> suicidal tendencies for mainstream audiences? Yeah. Well, there you go. That's mm. So, uh, any other any other thoughts on the video? This 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 wonderful suicidal tendencies music video. I took a wrong turn, turn, and I ended up at my heart. I oh, that's a really good line. I took a wrong turn, and I ended up at my heart. It could barely even pump no blood. It was so thrashed and torn apart. Thank it for working overtime in pain and misery. Then I set back on the trail, headed for my destiny. Trip at the brain, trip at the brain, trip at the brain. Do you know what I'm saying? The course, trip at the brain, trip at the brain. Long well, building insane. Well, fly Whoever with me, fly was with like three. writing, creating the English language, and decided it would be a good idea to rhyme brain with insane. I mean, good job, man. Like you just you helped you helped so many great poets and songwriters by just like allowing brain and insane to be right there. Yeah, I wonder who who engineered that. <laughs> Shakespeare. Thanks. I like this. Thanks. I like the lyrics of this song. It's a good song. It's a good song lyrically. It's a good song musically. I can't get enough of that solo. Can we just read more lyrics? Is that cool? Yeah. There's a lot. Uh, I cannot stop this trip. I forgot to pack the brakes. Crashed straight into a concrete wall of my mistakes. Ended up in a cemetery of a thousand wasted days. But that's all right with me because that's where most of my memory lays. See, the, that last couplet seems like it's almost from like you could put that into like a dashboard confessional song like that could be any in any, any emo song ended up in a cemetery of a thousand wasted days yeah i can i see what you mean yeah but it i don't know i mean like, i'm not saying it doesn't fit in this song i'm just saying it's like it's the sort of line that you would see in an emo song for sure it seems dramatic yeah but yeah it's in a crossover thrash song so it's (laughs) i also like this line there's nothing like a lobotomy to keep a person free of pain financial gain for your personal pain right on they could have written that better (laughs) they rhyme pain with pain i like that that's bold that's bold to rhyme it's lazy i don't know financial gain like what is it what are they saying with that i don't know Financial gain for your personal pain, man. There's nothing like a lobotomy. 
I mean, I just love lobotomies. Lobotomies were a great theme in uh, a lot of fresh and yeah, yeah, teenage lobotomy. Calvin and Hobbes from you know Calvin's always talking about lobotomies. Rosemary Kennedy, of course, my favorite lobotomy in history. Your favorite lobotomy in history? What's your second or third favorite? Uh, my second favorite is definitely the teenage lobotomy of the titular lobotomy, teenage lobotomy by the Ramones. And my third favorite lobotomy is uh, uh, the main character from uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Jack Nicholson. Whoa. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, my bad. My bad spoiling this 60-year-old movie. Was that also in the book? I didn't read it. Yeah, it was in the book. I, I heard they changed it some, somewhat. But. I think he still gets lobotomized at the end. That would be a big thing to change. Yeah. They change things in a lot, though. I think they should change in books. In a lot of movie adaptations. They should change m- books uh, and movies, like add lobotomies to, to movies that weren't in the book. Like at the end, like Frodo Baggins about to throw the ring into Mount Doom and then he gets a lobotomy. That would be a shocking twist. You could just make a new like film production company that rivals Disney. But instead of like dis quote unquote Disneyfying every every story, you actually just lobotomify every story. Lobotomize. <laughs> you just add lobotomies to everything. <laughs> yeah. Did you like the bridges of Madison County, but you thought there should have been a lobotomy at the end? So that's the second million dollar idea yeah. we've gotten in this podcast so far <laughs> after the Weird Al Babushka doll. Whoa, yeah. All right, I'm so just we got tabs. That's good. Yeah, we have a a, a merch idea and a uh, <laughs> and a an entire multi million dollar corporation idea. Okay, let's wrap this up. John Cusack is in. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's another merch right there john q socks there's socks with his face on it now that's a good idea you just stumbled onto a genius multi-million dollar scheme yeah you're welcome <laughs> all right uh any final thoughts on trip at the brain suicidal tendencies 1988 single starring the great john cusack I mean, we said pretty much everything there is to say about it at all, right? I don't, yeah, I don't know how much more we could possibly cover this film. Um, so we won't. Uh, Adam, where can people find you on the internet? I mean, my, if you know my name, you can find me. <laughs> I, have, I have a website that's just my name.com, like many do. I'm on all the streaming things. Bandcamp. If you want to hear my music, Bandcamp. And uh, actually, Spotify, whatever. If you really want to hear his music, you will right now because instead of the usual PodQSec theme song, we will exit out to my personal favorite Adam Finchler song. Um, But before we do that, I am Matt Strickland, your host. You can find me on Twitter at Strickbomb. Like, subscribe, do all that stuff. And John, this is always all for you. We love you. We miss you. Stay safe. I'd like to hop on a train down to Phoenix to live with John McCain. He'd be nice to me, I'd hope. He could bake me breakfast and buy me soap. 
John McCain, I'll be your friend We'll saunter down the river bend We could ride bikes and have lots of fun Playing in the noonday sun Becky Jones and eat some homemade ice cream cones. John McCain. 